Welcome back to License to Spiel. I'm Thad Haight. I'm Carl Wonders. And we are talking about Austin Powers in Gold Member. Yes, the third and final, we believe, <laughs> installment in the Austin Powers. There is a fourth one in production hell that may or may not ever happen. May it stay there. Yeah. So I mentioned before, I think I mentioned last week, I had not seen this movie before, so this is my first and possibly only time watching it. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't... No, I, I don't... I mean, <laughs> I don't see why I would go back to watch this movie again. I No, I can't imagine why you would either. I have seen it once a long time ago. Okay. Um, I As I said last week, I honestly didn't remember that much about it. I did remember not liking it. Mm-hmm. It still wasn't great, but like I remembered really not liking it, and I think I was more just over it when watching it this time. I didn't hate it, but I also just did not like it. Yeah, I mean, we I mentioned right before we started recording that I feel like there are a few jokes in here that land better than anything from last week's movie. So, uh, some close friends and I, uh, one line that we quote fairly frequently for whatever reason is, there are two things I can't stand. People who are intolerant of other cultures and the Dutch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and that line is helped tremendously by the fact that it's Michael yes. Caine. Well, everything's helped tremendously by the fact that it's Michael Caine. Yeah, yeah, Kane. I know. My, Michael Caine somehow elevates this material. Yeah. Like, he does it with everything. What's the worst movie Michael Caine has been in? Um, I need to look at Michael Caine's over here. <laughs> yeah. I was tempted to say this one, but that's lazy. I mean, he's, clear, he's surely been in another crap. Oh, yeah. Especially, especially like, towards the end of his career, he's probably in that phase where he'll do anything. Oh, he was in Now You See Me. That wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't. Oh, and he's... Uh, oh, they've announced now you, see me now, now you See Me 3. Yes, I just saw that. <laughs> Great! <laughs> Sherlock Gnomes. Gnomeo and Juliet. I heard Gnomeo and Juliet wasn't terrible. There's a lot of movies I've never heard of on this list. Yeah, I... Um, I heard... I have not seen Journey to the Mysterious Island. Um, it's this the sequel to Journey to the Center of the Earth with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, okay. Oh, oh no! The worst movie that that Michael Caine's ever been in is Cars Two. That's up there. I mean, Jaws: The Revenge is not good either. <laughs> I have not seen Jaws: The Revenge. I've only seen the first two Jaws. Like, apparently, the shark is going after. Chief Brody's wife, because <laughs> Chief Brody blew up the shark in Jaws, if I remember the plot correctly. Oh, so it's the shark is getting revenge in Jaws the Revenge. Yes, what the shark is the getting revenge. <laughs> okay, now I need to watch Jaws the Revenge. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess, the, but the important question is, do I have to watch Jaws 3D before I watch Jaws the Revenge? <laughs> I don't, I think you'll be able to catch up. <laughs> Okay, so... Yeah. Michael Caine has been in a lot of things. Yes. Including this yeah, movie. Yeah, and... Also, Michael Caine's IMDb profile picture is weird because of the angle. It looks like he's got, like, a Marco Limo neck. He... Yeah. Yeah, that that is odd. But yeah, I, I would say, like... There are, there are bits in here that I think land really well, and one of them, to me at least, is the opening. Yes. And spoofing... Mission Impossible makes a lot more sense than spoofing Star Wars, too. 
It yes, it does. I I, I love Tom Cruise not even pretending to do a British accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow shows up as Dixie Normus. <laughs> <laughs> Um, again, I think I've mentioned this before, and I know it's not cool anymore to talk about him, but I loved the oh, uh, Kevin Spacey cameo. I, yeah, okay, so Kevin Spacey is a terrible human being. He is, yes. But he also was a really good actor, and I would have loved to see Kevin Spacey's Dr. Evil movie. Hey, Powers! You better watch your friggin' self, because this is one doctor who does make house calls. Yeah. That would have been freaking amazing. And I would have enjoyed seeing Danny DeVito play Mini-Me. Yes. <laughs> hey, assholes! I'm right over here! I'm Mini-Me! Come and get me! I enjoy when he's talking to Spielberg. He says he has some thoughts, and Spielberg just holds up his Oscar. He's like, my yes. friend here thinks it's fine the way it is. Yes. <laughs> and then we have the dance number, because we yep. have to have the dance number. Yep. I, I like how Spielberg does, like, a bunch of flips to get out of the scene. Well, Spielberg I mean, it's clearly not Spielberg, does. but somebody who's <laughs> pretending to be Spielberg. Yes. We get yet another dance number to open the movie. And then we get Britney Spears, and Austin has to point out that it's Britney Spears. Yeah. I... In 2002, the movie-going audience totally wouldn't recognize Britney Spears. Right. I mean, I get them pointing out Quincy Jones. Yes. But everyone knew who Britney Spears was in 2002. Yes. Literally everyone. Everybody, yes. <laughs> and this is also kind of where the movie starts to fail for me, just because <laughs> why are they putting... Britney Spears in the movie for no reason other than... Just to make her a fembot. Yeah, but this is... This feels yeah. more like Spy Hard. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, this whole movie kind of feels like Spy Hard. Yeah, at times. It's better than Spy Hard, though. It is better than Spy Hard. Well, no, because this movie, more than the others, does feel like a bunch of disjointed scenes that aren't related to each other. That is true. But stupid things like... She turns out to be a fembot, so he dances and her head explodes, and he looks at the camera and goes, oops, I did it again. Like, baby, what are you doing? Yeah, of course, <laughs> but what are you doing? Yeah. And then we're at Dr. Evil's headquarters behind the Hollywood sign. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the idea of we've become talent agents. Yes. I like how, I like how he's listing the stars, and Dr. Evil's like, ooh, Leo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Fred Savage turns up. The mole joke is dumb and do it was completely unnecessary. Yeah. Yet they do it so many times. Yeah. And okay, it's slightly amusing when he's the mole with the but ever like, so slightly. Yes. But you don't. Uh, and they've been doing this since the first movie, where they tell a joke and then they just beat it to death. Mm -hmm. And we'll get to it later when I said there's some amusing bits in there like there's actually a joke that i thought was really funny the first time they did it but then of course they beat it to death yep speaking of beating to death mini me oh um, he's so bad especially in this opening scene just uh yeah, w why yeah with the heel mini me and uh just everything about it is terrible there there's a moment where i believe number two says 
shouldn't we be getting back to discussing your plan? And I'm like, yes, please. They just, there's so much filler that doesn't need to be there. Yeah, the only worthwhile thing in this whole part is Preparation H. Right. Because Pre- Preparation H feels good. <laughs> On the whole. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Our early attempts at a tractor beam went through several preparations. Preparations A through G were a complete failure. But now, ladies and gentlemen, we finally have a working tractor beam, which we shall call Preparation H. <laughs> what? Why don't you just call it Operation Ass Cream, you ass? I- I'm sorry, did you want some ice cream? Yes, I'd love some chocolate ass cream. Perhaps later. Dr. Evil, I love your plan. Yeah, eh? Yeah, Herr Doctor, it's a really good plan. Yes, Frau, on the whole, I think Preparation H feels good. <laughs> what is it now? No, nothing. You know what? I agree. Preparation H does feel good. On the whole. Why don't you just call it Operation Ass Cream, ass? You want some ice cream? (laughs) Some chocolate ass cream. Scott has actually some decent scenes in this movie, though. He does. I'll give him that. All right, so then they get captured, Mm -hmm. and Mini-Me moons the World Organization, who are presumably the UN stand-in. Yep. And I do not understand, looks like two eggs in a hanky. I don't know. What is that trying to, like, what? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Like, I can come up with some excuse for the eggs line, but what the, what is a hanky? Yeah. Well, I know what a hanky is. It's a, you know, but, like, what does it have to do with? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, oh it's apparently supposed to be the eggs are the actual testicles and the hanky is the scrotum, according to Google. According to a quick Google search that I did, which makes no, no sense. No, it doesn't. And especially later we find out that he's very well endowed, I guess. Yeah, that's so. what Ur- Urban Dictionary says. Okay, th- that... Why? Yeah. Why is that scene... That... Why does Michael Caine ask to see his dick? Right. And then, why does he show it to him? I- I'm sorry, I, I don't... I'm not, like, touchy on this stuff, and I don't... It doesn't bother me in general, but this movie is way too obsessed with penises for me. Yes. And none of the instances where they talk about them is funny. No. But, like, I really don't understand the... Like, why is that scene there? Like, how does it make any sense at all? Michael Caine's just like, yeah, come on, go on, then show us your dick, and he just drops his pants. Like, what? Yeah. What is this? Why? I mean, it sets starts to set up the fact that he defects later because he treats him well, but no, you can do that in a different way. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, the when Britney Spears gives him his gives him her phone number at the yeah, end. That's that that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> like a tripod? Let me give you my number. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I do like Michael Caine in this movie. I'm not sure I needed a movie about Austin Powers' daddy issues. So, like, wouldn't Austin Powers' dad be, like, 90 at the youngest? You would think. Since he, you know, was in his, presumably in his 30s in the 60s and moved forward through time 30 years. Well, didn't they go and kidnap him in 1975? No, did they? I thought oh, no, he went in the the fu- into time. the future and kidnapped... Yeah. The, yeah, he took him back in time to 75, I think. 
It's probably best if we don't think about it too much. <laughs> that goes for all of you, too. <laughs> uh, we get some amazing scene here with Fukmi. Uh, this is a better uh, look-alike queen than we get in Johnny English. True. Oh, yeah, the queen before that, yeah. Well, yes, when Austin is knighted and his father's not there. and Father's the... not there, and for some reason everyone finds it hilarious. Uh, and the old mop guy is the same guy that was there at his high school graduation. Mm-hmm. Which I will say, the kids they got to play them just nail it. The kid they got to play young Dr. Yes. Evil was perfect. He is. I looked him up and he doesn't act much. And I'm like, oh man. Yeah. That that that's a missed opportunity. Like he was incredible as Young mm-hmm. Doctor Evil. Yeah. I would have watched that movie over this one. I would also watch Young Doctor Evil. Yeah. Yeah, so we have Fook Me and Fook You who like since they bring him the drink and they ask if he's getting sleepy, I'm assuming they were supposed they were like secret they were like evil agents that were gonna kidnap him and then it I, didn't happen. I guess. It, the whole thing is weird. Yeah, but thankfully Basil shows up with three people from his father's boat, the HMS Shag at Sea. Yeah, and I get for the joke all your privates had their privates painted gold, but privates are in the army, not the yeah, navy. Yeah, but that's not, a, that's not funny. <laughs> well, neither is this. No. Oh, it was mildly it, yeah. funny. Your privates had their privates. Yeah, that was mildly funny. And then when he goes to see Dr. Evil, I did enjoy the daddy issues. He's like, that couldn't be my father from the truth. That was <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but then they tell the same joke four more times. Yes, they do, because it's Austin right. Powers. But now we do get that flashback yep. to British Intelligence Academy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the, the your favorite thing, the gold names on the door. Yes. Master Powers and Master Evil. Well, presumably they're there for a whole year, yeah, so it's better than when better they're, than... they're convalescing at a, you know, health club. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> I like how we meet number two at school. I yes. mean, the who, who throws a cupcake is a, eh, whatever. I, I like how, yeah, apparently Austin, Basil, number two, and Dr. Evil were all in the same class at British Intelligence Academy. Mm-hmm. I find that amusing. Yeah, and of course his dad's not there again. And of course he has to say take a bow just like he did in the mm-hmm. and the the old paint the old janitor guy is still there. Yep. I like just the way Mike Myers plays the little bit at the very end when the door opens. Like when yes. Dr. Evil runs He's in. like, "Oh wait, should I? I'll just close I'll this. just get the door." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. I honestly think Dr. Evil is his best role in in all of these. Yes. Oh, I would agree with that. <laughs> It's certainly not Goldmember. Oh, God. We'll get to him. (laughs) (laughs) The 70s pimp mobile is amusing. Yeah. Just pink shag everywhere. And Austin shows up in the ridiculous outfit, even for the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone's like, okay, cool. And Beyonce comes out and starts singing about Goldmember. what did Beyonce do to be in this movie? Like, why does she deserve to be in this movie? And I mean that she does not deserve to be in this movie because she's too good for this part. But I think she's fine in it. Yeah. Well, I feel like, sort of like uh, Rebecca Romaine, Beyonce wasn't huge in 2002. Yeah, that could be. I'm just projecting, like, future Beyonce on this movie. Like, she was, like, she was still in Destiny's Child at this Mm -hmm. point. So, like, she was, I mean, she was, people knew her, knew who she was, but she wasn't. She wasn't the household name that she is today. 
Not that Rebecca Romaine is a household name today in the, on the caliber of Beyonce, but it's Correct. the same story. Right. <laughs> she has been in things and is a, a name that people would recognize. Right. Right, which I guess it's show that even Beyonce is obviously more well known than that because it's not like she's as Beyonce. She's yeah, you know Beyonce Knowles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's you know as Foxy Love. Yep. And okay. so then Goldmember shows up and we get Contortion roll, Roller Derby. He's from Holland, isn't that weird? Why is Goldmember in this movie? <laughs> and I understand the movie is called Goldmember. Mike Myers wanted yet another ridiculous character to play. Now, in my notes, not here, but in a little late bit later, I actually wrote, Goldmember makes me miss Fat Bastard, and then I amended that later. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you amended that later, because, jeez. Yeah. Like, there's nothing enjoyable about Goldmember at all. No. And I don't know why they decided to make him so he's double jointed and can put his head his feet over his head and picks off his skin and eats it. Yeah, why does he pick off his skin I and eat it? I don't know. Why is that? Like what does that add to the movie? Nothing. Well, what does Goldmember add to the movie? Yeah, fair. I feel like they came up with the title and then went from there. I think you're right. Well, I mean the the fake movie was Austin Pussy, which isn't any better. <laughs> No. I want to know what they would call that one in Singapore. (laughs) So the one joke in this entire scene that I thought was kind of funny and I chuckled at was when the little things fall off his glasses. Because he has the rhinestones around his, the rims on his glasses. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, Yeah. that was good. And then Nathan Lane turns up. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. Nathan Lane is speaking for Beyonce so that she's not seen speaking to Austin. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like this could only have been Nathan Lane. Yeah, it was a it was an odd. Scene. Yeah, and I mean I could do without the slight homophobia that caps the end of the scene, but whatever. Yeah, well, I will say that again. We I established way back when that I'm not any kind of expert on black exploitation movies, but I think Foxy Cleopatra is a solid name. Yes, <laughs> and that's clearly what it's a reference to, especially yeah. as it's set in the seventies. Oh yeah, you know I would probably rather watch Live and Let Die than this movie, and that's a relatively small list of Ooh, movies yeah. that, that I would probably watch Live and Let Die over. Uh, and this is one yep. of them. I, I do appreciate the parody later a little bit. Mm. Uh, first we have to now we meet Michael Caine for the first time, and we get what I think is probably the best one of the best jokes in the entire series when they talk English-English to each other. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, like, Michael Caine looks like 10, 20 years older than Austin. Yeah. I mean, he actually probably was even older than Mm -hmm. that compared to. uh, But he certainly doesn't look old enough to have been Austin's father from the... Austin's father if Austin was in his 30s in the 60s. Right. That I agree with. He would probably look like Michael Caine does now. So, yeah, now we have the whole gold member scene. Yeah. And he loves... Gold. Yeah. <laughs> also, Mike Myers is not doing a Dutch accent. No. I don't know what it's, accent he's doing. It's closer to German than Well, anything. he says Scheiße a few times, and that's German. Yes. The smoke and a pancake thing. <laughs> what? 
Okay, I admit to laughing when he gave the options, like cigar and a waffle, pipe and a crate, yeah. bong and a yeah. place. I admit, yeah. but like, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know what this is, but it was funny. <laughs> bong and a blintz especially, I thought was was pretty funny. Yeah. And he just constantly references song lyrics mm-hmm. and then quotes the band because that's a thing. I guess. But then he jumps in the time machine and they go after him. Yep. And now we have Dr. Evil in prison. Yeah, this is a scene. I do like, uh, as he's telling his origin story to Frau Fervissina, and he talks about the Belgian family that adopted him, and they raised me to be evil. You know that old chestnut. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, now we have that whole, like, rap scene that just, what? I don't think this is something you could do now. I don't think it's you something shouldn't, you they shouldn't, shouldn't have, have No, they should not have ever done this. Like, why are they singing Annie? And then why are they rapping? The only part that I mildly got amused at was when they start, like, bleeping out all the lines. The, towards the end. But even, Yeah, that was but, good. Uh, why? I laughed a little bit at the scene with Mini-Me and the dancers with pixelated breasts. Yeah. The two-way pager. Slightly dates the movie a little bit, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Just, and then after he does that, they all agree. Mm-hmm. And then we get the scene, Dr. Evil and his clone are getting away, and they show the spotlight on them. So, like, how did <laughs> they get away? Yeah. And then they're wearing completely different clothes as they drive away on the motorcycle. Well, that was from earlier. Was it? Yeah, like, in, during the rap song, they had a, they were on that little scooter thing, motorcycle. Oh, uh, okay. Regardless, it's all bad. Yeah. Speaking of bad, Fred Savage comes back and they do the mole joke again, like, eight times. Yes, but this time they at least, like, they at least, this is where they do the mole is the mole. Right. But yes. Yeah. Also, like, if you actually had a mole like that, you would trim the hair off. I would hope so. I, it's ludicrous, but I do enjoy the submarine. Yes, (laughs) The the submarine is ridiculous, but I like it. Yeah. And I I the long and hard and full of semen yeah. is also yeah. yeah. It's obvious, but Well that's the point. It's supposed to be it is obvious yeah. and then no one laughs. And, he... and that was but that's a repeat of a joke from the first yep. movie. There, there's <laughs> a lot of that in this. There's nothing original in this no. movie. And then we get this is when he eats his skin, because sure. Yeah. I like the Preparation H suppository graphic. Yes. Uh, also, if the ice caps melt, it won't flood the whole Earth. No. That was also something they got wrong in Waterworld. Yeah, that's not how ice works. Which is also a better movie than this. It is. It's This is a shorter movie, though. <laughs> yeah, but this one doesn't have Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper is Dr. Evil. That, oh, that, that would have been, been interesting. <laughs> And then, okay, why do they drop the globe on his head, and then why does he get hit in the nuts with the meteor? Because it's funny? Uh, is it? I don't think it is. No, it's, it isn't. Uh, the let me check my balls, one, two, three, that was mildly funny. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't funny that no one knew what he meant when he said Fajr, Fajr, because it was obvious what he meant when he said Fajr. Yes, but we have to drag that out. I, I do like the scene here with Michael Caine when he's like, no, no, you're supposed to come at me one at a time, and then you're, you don't even have a name. So I've, you know, like, how many times he's killed unnamed henchmen, I yeah. thought was funny. 
And then he says, I thought I smelled cabbage when Minhee yeah. comes up. Like, <laughs> okay. what? I thought carny folks smelled like cabbage. <laughs> so now we have the scene with Minimi's dick. Yeah. You could use it as a kickstand, and then he apparently does. Yep. Look, that doesn't even that doesn't make any you know logical sense or anatomical sense actually... really. No, because uh. <laughs> like it wouldn't. No, that's not how they work. Was he erect? I mean, wait, how does this? I, I don't need to know honestly. Like I, I have, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, okay. the only thing the scene is doing is setting up the fact that Mini Me is treated like crap, and yes. you know. And now we're in Tokyo with terrible rear projection. Yes, we are, and I'm sh- I'm pretty sure it's on purpose. Oh, absolutely. And fat bastard fat is sumo bastard wrestling. Is sumo wrestler. All right, so I have in my notes that the fat suit is less believable this yes. time, and I'm not sure if that's actually true or if it's just because we see so damn much of it. Well, I think it also helped that he was lying down. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah. Whereas this is clear, like the neck is all wrong. Yeah. And I mean this is this is where I mended my notes and said no, actually I don't miss Fat Bastard. <laughs> yeah, he's terrible. Like, we don't we're treated to watching him. The wire scene was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> but to get to that, we have to have this terrible scene where they're all throwing off their undergarments and throwing them on top of Austin Powers and Yeah. I do I did like I said like the the joke earlier that's a parody of live and let die when he runs across the sumo wrestlers in the spa Mm -hmm. but why did they all spit out lots of water were they holding water in their mouths that makes no sense but okay anyway that scene happened yeah uh (laughs) we get a repeat of the fat bastard i'm sad thing Mm -hmm. we're back on the submarine we see that scott is losing his hair yes and he gave dr evil laser sharks he did so now he's taking his place as the favored son over Minnie. Mm-hmm. And I like I like when Doctor Evil has him come sit in between Minnie Me and him, and he's like, "It's crowded," and people start to leave, and he's like, "No, not you, not you, not you." And he says, "Not you, henchman holding a wrench. Not you, henchman arbitrarily turning knobs, making it seem like you're doing something." <laughs> yeah, and uh, Goldmember is like, "Oh, he can't take a hint." Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mini Me's sad. So yeah, now they're at. Now they meet Doctor Roboto. I wonder what joke they're going to throw in here. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Well, it's Mister Roboto. Yeah. Actually, it would have been funnier if it was Doctor Roboto. Well, the song's Mister Roboto. Is yeah. it? Is it Mister? I, I thought it was Doctor no, Roboto. No. Okay. Okay. So yeah, the subtitle thing is funny at first because yeah, they have this tray of food and some white dishes and over top of it it says please eat some shit but then they move the white plates out of the way and it says eat some shiitake mushroom which again yeah that's funny but then they do it like five more times right and it's like it's obvious that that's what's happening too because like the your ass is happy there's big gaps in the words right like and they have black and white books on the shelf or binders or whatever they are and why would he tell them he has a huge rodent problem? <sighs> yeah. That, although that does set up Austin's joke at the end. Which is, which is funny. funny, yeah. I do have a huge rod. I, I wish. wish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also like when she says, tell me something I don't know. And he says, I open <laughs> mouth, kiss the horse. Yes. 
But again, that was funny, but it also, again, feels like a joke that would have been in Spy Hard. Yes. But we would have said, hey, that was an actually funny joke in Spy Hard. There and were a couple. Then we have the, the fountain peeing scene, which isn't funny. No. And it goes on so long. And the asparagus is just sitting there and labeled asparagus. Right. If you know that asparagus makes your pee smell funny, you would know what asparagus looks like. Yes! Like, <laughs> come on! You would also know that it well it doesn't happen instantaneously because you have a digestive right. system. <laughs> and it's all set, set up for the joke on the camera where it looks like he's peeing in the guy. Yeah, because that's funny. They also work in yeah. some Aquafina product placement here. Mm-hmm. And now they they corner gold. Well, they they come in to stop Goldmember here, mm-hmm. and Goldmember does the thing where he it's a kind of decent gag with the with the legs where he puts the leg up and Foxy dodges. He puts the other leg up. She do, he puts both up yep. at once somehow. Yeah. that was kind of a clever yeah. gag. And obviously, this is a Goldfinger reference here with the the lasers. Yeah. With the laser smelter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Goldmember gets away in his gold member car. Right. And now we get a Italian job reference. Because mm-hmm. uh, Michael Caine is, yep. was in the original Italian yep. job. And he's getting in his spy mobile, the Great Shag. The Great Shag, the little mini car. Because <laughs> the mini, yes, because the mini Coopers were used in Italian mm-hmm. job. Both, Both of them, yeah. Actually. I've actually not seen the original. I just know of it. I like the I like the remake. I like the remake yeah. too. I probably probably the best Mark Wahlberg movie I've seen. That's a low bar. I yeah, well, I was going to say that's Departed? not a very high. Uh, okay, sure, yeah. <laughs> the Departed is also a good Yeah. But like I feel like in The Departed it would have been good without Mark Wahlberg. You could say that about a lot of movies. <laughs> The happening would not have been good even if Mark Wahlberg wasn't True. in it. That's that's the one where the plants fart and kill people. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, yeah. A joke that did make me laugh intermittently was the Godzilla one with the other guy. Yes, that was funny. It looks like uh, Godzilla, but <laughs> it looks like Godzilla, but due to international copyright laws, it's not. It's not. We should run away like but it's we Godzilla. We should still run like it's Godzilla. But it's not. <laughs> <laughs> And, yeah. Yeah, and then we've got the convoy scene. Mm-hmm. Why not? And, yeah, we have the bonding scene between Austin and his father. Yeah. And then another mole scene. Yeah, and this time Austin is beating up any me because he doesn't know he's <sighs> the effect. Why? Of course, yeah. Like, okay, the image of him with the little, like, samurai uh letter opener fine but like he runs around he's a pillowcase on his over him he's getting kicked into things he gets slammed through why yeah yeah when he picks him up and starts slamming him while he's in the pillowcase like yeah so now mini me is mini austin yep which is funny until he does something uh okay the would you like to have... Uh, are you sure you don't have a little clone in you? Would you like to? I mean, yeah. that was funny. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, the... Everything is just... Right. And then, because it was funny the last time we have a repeat of the Clint Howard scene, complete mm. with Clint Howard. 
And then, something that could have only happened in 2002, we cut to the Osborne. Yes! Why? Which I never actually saw No, I didn't either. But... I'm assuming this is pretty representative of what it was like. I, I will say that I do find the tits to titans joke funny. Yes. <laughs> Where there's two that, guys, that two guys are missing and they have the letters on their chest and then they, they say tits and then they move and it says titans. That was funny. Yes. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> hey, and you're late. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> And I thought it was amusing a little bit when they managed to wrap it back around to Johnson. Yes, but uh, it's all dumb, and I guess I like that they referenced that they did the same joke, but also it's dumb that it's Ozzy Osbourne. Like, that whole scene, like, the Oz, That part, I think, is probably the part that has aged the worst in this movie, because the Osbournes was a thing that was re- culturally relevant for about six months and <laughs> no one knows or cares during the about time that they made this movie right yeah. <laughs> and so i don't feel this is going to sound really stupid but i don't feel like this movie has earned breaking the fourth wall like that this movie hasn't earned no anything. especially when especially <laughs> when there's a movie about the movie in it yeah. like this is this isn't space balls this is you know where it's wink, wink, we're making a movie. This is fun. You know, like, to yeah. suddenly acknowledge that they're making a movie, I thought was just lame. A little bit. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, Scott is losing even more He, he has a great comb over, though. Yes. <laughs> and then we have the scene with Austin on Minnie-Me's shoulders. Uh-huh. We get a repeat of the shadow gag. Which was better the first time. Yes, it time. was. We have him fake peeing apple juice into a cup because that's funny. Especially because we already had a pee joke. Yeah. Yeah, everything about this is dumb. Yeah. I, I kind of like the lift with your legs, not with your back sign that has, like, them picking up a guy off the ground. Sure. Um, but, alright. And now we have the showdown and we find out that Evil is Austin's brother. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, who didn't see that right. coming? I like how they have footage of young Michael Caine here. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. I don't know what it's from. No, but I like when movies do this. Mm -hmm. uh, Because you can do it with a lot... There's one movie that has always pissed me off that it didn't do this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Have you seen the movie Hot Tub Time Machine? Yes. Okay. Uh, It's actually decent. Mm -hmm. The sequel was terrible. Um, So there's the scene when... John Cusack looks in the mirror and sees his younger self. Yep. And it's just some random kid. Mm-hmm. There is so much <laughs> stock footage of John Cusack as a teenager yeah. that it has always pissed me off that they didn't include young John Cusack in that scene. You couldn't find, like, a Say Anything clip or something, you know, or... Right, or Better Off, better off dead, dead, or yeah. one of, like, the... Or One Crazy Summer right, or whatever. Yeah. 20 other movies he did as a teenager? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, that was a very random no, aside. But... <laughs> but I do like when movies do this right. I think I've mentioned this before at one point. Um, there's an episode of Boston Legal where William Shatner has flashbacks to one of his first law cases. Mm-hmm. And they have shots of when he was the guest star on a TV uh, law nice. show back in the 50s. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. 
I thought it was yeah. pretty good. Especially with somebody like Shatner whose hair goes through those phases. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I liked this. I like, um, I mean, clearly it's not actually the same. It's not actually the same person who picks up Austin sure. from the bush. But I liked how they, they showed, and I love the shifty eyes on the Belgian parents. Yes. <laughs> And so, of course, everybody's happy. It's one big happy family, except for Scott. Yep. And, uh, but Dr. Evil, or not Dr. Evil, but uh, Goldmember is still going to destroy the Earth. Yeah, because his gold-plated member is a key. Of course it is. Yeah. Because they had to include another dick joke. Mm-hmm. But then they go, but then Austin and Dr. Evil team up and reverse the polarity by using and the thing that one says... More. N- don't reverse the polarity. And we get one more dick joke. Yeah. Because Dr. Reeves' pants fall down and he says, Oh, you're nuts. I kn- no, I, I, can, I, I can see... No, I'm looking at them right yeah. now. Yeah. And he looks at the camera and it's like, Ah, why? Mm-hmm. It's like, did you get that I made a joke? And then, yeah. And then, of course, he sings, Father, can you hear me before he dies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like this transition, though, where he gets up and it's John Travolta. Yes, that is good. And it turns out it's the movie. Yeah. Like, I wanted him to be John Travolta the whole time. I know. Although, John Travolta's made some terrible movies, too. This is a better movie than Battlefield Earth. What isn't? (laughs) Spy Heart. I would watch Battlefield Earth over Spy Heart again. Yeah. And they're all watching their own movie. But I, I I think we can safely say that Battlefield Earth is probably Travolta's worst movie, though. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And oh, another thing that didn't age well, fat bastard, uh, mm. is oh the Jared thing because he went on the subway diet. You know, just Jared. like Jared. Yeah. Oh right, that, Jared. That did. Yeah. Kind of like Kevin Spacey there. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> and we gotta have some more vulgar jokes because it's fat bastard. Yeah, he's gonna talk about his how his neck looks like a vagina. He's not wrong. He's not, no. Um, so is he just bastard now? I I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, now we see Scott has gone full Dr. Evil, yep. so if they ever make Austin Powers 4, it'll have Seth Green as Dr. Evil. Which I'm okay with. Yeah. And I don't get why that's... he's doing the moonwalk, but okay. Yeah, that's the movie. Mm-hmm. It was a movie. It was a movie. I'm glad they're theoretically done making these. Yeah. I... I still feel like the first one was good, and they've somehow mm-hmm. they 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 fell their, themselves into a good movie and didn't quite know how they did it. Yep. And just you know, I feel like that happens with most comedy movie franchises. Yeah. Like uh, think about the Hangover movies. Mm-hmm. The first one was great. Yeah. Not so much after no. that. Or, like we were just talking about with Hot Tub Time Machine. The first Hot Tub Time Machine was a good movie. The second one was terrible. It was not good. Uh, did you ever watch the Zoolander sequel? No. Don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will not. Yeah, it's like, like comedy movie sequels just in general. What is a comedy franchise where the sequels were good? Ooh. Oh, oh I can think okay. of one. Um, The 21 Jump Street. The sequel was better than the first oh. one. I don't think I saw either of them, actually. But in most cases, the sequel is not is not better. Like, 
for fran- especially for comedy yeah. franchises, I think. Well, I'm thinking like, and then you have weird ones like in the Vacation series. The first one's good. The second one was terrible, and then Christmas Vacation was good. Which one's the second one? European Vacation. Oh yeah, I think European was better than Vegas. Yeah, but I mean, there weren't any good after that. You're right. But yeah, Vegas Vacation was not good. Did you ever watch Christmas Vacation two, the straight to straight to DVD one with the, with, with uh, Randy Quaid? No, I didn't know it existed. <laughs> it was not oh, good. Man. Uh, it was. They made it like fifteen years later. Oh, Cousin Eddie's Island Adventure. Oh my god, I think I have heard of this now. Actually, it was two thousand three, so it would have been like right before Randy Quaid went off the deep end. Oh. You saw the picture of him recently where he looks kind of like George R. R. Martin. I mean, he's looked like that for a while. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> God. He's also, like, I mean, some of the, like, he's done some really weird things mm-hmm. in the last ten years yeah, or so. Yeah. Personally, you mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't mean acting. I don't think he's, I don't think he's acted in I, anything in a long time. I don't time. know if he's hireable right now. No, I doubt it. Oh, there you go. I just saw in the credits it said the original Fat Bastard makeup was made by Stan Winston, which is I'm assuming ah. means that he did not do the makeup in this one. Okay, so Randy Quaid is apparently coming back, or came back, or something. Okay. Well, it's hard to say. He was consistently in things up until 2009, and then he was in something in 2018. Huh. I don't know what that could be. Yes, it was, in fact, it's a, it's a movie called All You Can Eat, and the trivia is, the only trivia item for it is that it was Randy Quaid's first film in nine years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of surprised they didn't find a way to get him into that Independence Day sequel. Yeah. I mean, he dies, but then so did uh, Brent Spiner, he and They couldn't have him made back. that Independence Day sequel worse. Yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. It was not good. Mm. Nor was this film. But that's okay. Uh, Like, it amazes me. Like, you want to talk about actors that are in terrible movies. Will freaking Smith. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, he's not supposed to be in terrible movies. Like, he's supposed to be a a good actor. But, like, honestly, I've seen more terrible Will Smith movies than I've seen good ones. Yeah, and then he decided not to do Independence Day 2. Well, that was for the best. It was. (laughs) He... Yeah, Jeff Goldblum uh, did, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Well, he did. Uh, he did the Lost World too. The Lost World is good until they go to San Diego. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. I will. Uh... And his like one minute cameo in Jurassic World two doesn't count. No. I am cautiously optimistic about the final Jurassic World movie because it's gonna have uh, uh, it's gonna have Sam Neill in it. Mm-hmm. He was, in, he was in Jurassic Park movies. 3. <laughs> yeah, but he was the best part of Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> I thought that was the talking dinosaur. I said best part. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I kind of have to point out in the credits, when you get to the part with the songs, they have the mm-hmm. Hard Knock Life Ghetto Anthem Dr. Evil mix, mm-hmm. which is credited as being performed by Dr. Evil and Jay-Z. <laughs> That's amazing. And because he was singing it on the toilet, they actually have to credit on top of spaghetti. Of course they yeah. do. Well, that well, that, I mean, that's an actual. It song. is an actual song. Like I remember, like singing that in summer camp. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think 
that this is how Jay Z and Beyonce met. Do you? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I choose to believe not until proven otherwise. Because okay, yeah. <laughs> um. So I'm thinking we should take a break from the comedy. Okay. Um. Because we we were rec- I was recently made aware of the of the third version of Casino Royale. Yes, the original version. Like. Yeah, because there was an actual James Bond movie, or movie is a strong word, it was an hour of television, but there was an actual James Bond thing that we did not watch yet. Mm -hmm. So I think we should do that next week. Let's do it. Alright, and then after that we can go to Johnny English. Jimmy Bond in Casino Royale. (laughs) Shot for climax. Jerry Goldsmith did the music. did, yes. That should be interesting, I've never seen it. Other than, like, yeah, I, the f- I, three minutes that I saw on YouTube when you sent me the link for it. <laughs> so, we will do that next week, I guess. Jay-Z and Beyonce met in 2002. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what if that terrible rap thing is why they met? Uh, no, they collaborated on a song. Okay. Uh, so, hopefully it's that and not, yeah. you know... I mean, if it was, okay, good for them, I guess. Best thing to come out of the movie, I guess. (laughs) I guess. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Do we have anything else to say about Austin Powers in Goldmember? I have nothing else to say about Austin Powers at all. Okay, then we will not speak of Austin Powers again, unless he comes up somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Not on purpose. Yeah. No, because it's not like we, we're going to now say better than Goldmember, because that's because that that bar is still spy. Hard. Indeed, that is the bar from which <laughs> you you've seen the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. So way early on, there was a scene where they were getting up to do something urgently or something, and and one of them yells Defcon One, Defcon One, and and Sheldon says, No, 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 Defcon Five is the really bad thing. Defcon One means there's no trouble. And uh-huh. he says, well, but no, that can't be right. How can five be worse than one? And and Raj says, Star Trek five, worse than one. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> and, and he's like, no, 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 Star Trek one is infinitely worse. And Raj said, are you kidding? Star Trek five is the measure from which all badness is measured. So, anyway, that just reminded me of that. Star Trek five is worse than Star Trek one. It is. I don't. I don't think it is the film by which all badness is measured. However, no, I've seen far worse movies like Spy Hard. Uh, but, <laughs> yes, but, uh, motion picture is def- is like objectively a better movie than Final Frontier. Yeah, <laughs> it does not look cheap. <laughs> yeah, it was directed by someone who knew how to direct Indeed. a movie. So not William Shatner. Right. <laughs> okay. Anyway, enough of that. Indeed. Uh, so, thank you for joining us to listen to us talk about Austin Powers in Goldmember. Join us next week for a look back at the very first Casino Royale. <laughs>